Welcome to the Property Renovation Podcast. I'm your host, James Woodham. And I am your co-host, Juliet. Juliet has a decade of architectural experience in the US. And James has completed over 250 home renovations in the UK. Together, James and I have over 35 years experience designing and building homes. This podcast was created to give you, the homeowner, the power and the knowledge to get your project done right, on time, and with quality workmanship. We've been going for just over a year now, and we have over 50 episodes for you to listen and absorb all the information from key experts in the industry. That's right. We've spoken to industry leaders, builders, architects, and the best part of what we do is hear from you, the homeowner, what went right and what went wrong. We really hope you like listening to this podcast, and if you do, please leave us a review. Reviews expose us to more listeners, which in turn means we can help more homeowners save money and avoid the chance of things going wrong. With that said, let's get into today's show. Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode of the Property Renovation Podcast. How's everyone? How's the weekend been? And um, are, have you been doing any DIY or have you just been relaxing um, on the sofa as it's a Sunday? Um, hope you had a good week. Mid-January already, which is a bit scary. Uh, the days are going really, really quick. So who's stuck to their fitness regime or their New Year's resolutions? Have you given up already? Um, you know, let us know. Uh, and you can come into our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the property renovation podcast. Let us know about the renovations that you've got planned for this year as well. Um, I'm still sticking to my regime. I'm, I'm doing a bit more fitness. You may have seen on the stories on Instagram. I've been going to the gym. I'm just going to kick off with running, um, running all the fat off, uh, for January. And then I'm going to go into a bit more, uh, resistance and fitness, uh, from February as well. Um, I just want to mention a couple of reviews, um, that, uh, have been put onto iTunes for us. Uh, first of all, anyone that's left a review, thank you very much for doing that. Um, it really means a lot because it, it takes a lot of, uh, energy, um, to, to run the podcast and, um, to stay committed to it and to stay passionate. So whenever we, we, we hear that, uh, you guys are liking it, then, um, it just puts a smile on our face and gives us every other reason to do it even more. Uh, I just want to read out a couple of the reviews that have been on so far. So, um, Marty Mai have said top information to be taken on board with my next project. Thank you very much for that, Marty. And also Faye G Moore has said such a useful podcast for looking to renovate their, for anyone looking to renovate their property. So many good tips. So thank you very much, Faye, for doing that as well. Um, I just want to mention the website because we are updating it. We are introducing new things all the time. Uh, so on the archived projects, you can go on there and, um, rather than just going back to, to the pages after page, uh, just type in what you're looking for, whether that is tiles, whether that is flooring, whether that is building control. Um, and we have, uh, started to tag all of the previous episodes, almost, well, just over 80 episodes now. So we've started to tag them so that you can, uh, they, they just pop up and you can find them a lot easier. Um, we've also got the top 10, which is, um, top 10 products, top 10 tools, top 10, um, uh, what else, uh, education, like any books that we can recommend, um, that you, you, you would benefit from just learning if it's a hobby and, uh, or, or you're studying, uh, anything to do with renovation, interior design, architecture, that kind of thing. 
or whether it's just um, you're doing your renovation, you want to learn what kind of products are out there. And I'm endorsing some products that I uh, have used personally in the UK and also Juliet, um, our co-host in America. She's also um, introducing products that she has used as well and endorsing them as well. So um, go over to the top 10 on our podcast. Uh, our podcast is www.propertyrenovationpodcast.com. Go and check that out. Um, I just want to introduce this week's episode, actually. Um, Nick Morris. I discovered him on YouTube, and um, he's he, he's on his second or third project now, and uh, he, he decided to document it right from the beginning. And... Um, uh, he, he's pretty, he's pretty good at it. I like, I like how he's been doing it as well. He introduced a bit of Michael Jackson on one of those speedy recordings, uh, that, that people know of. So definitely go and check, uh, just type in Nick Morris, um, renovation, uh, on YouTube and you'll find it. We will be putting the link into, um, the show notes on our blog as well, but, uh, definitely give this one a listen. It's, it's really interesting. He's, um, he's an electrician by trade. And, uh, he's been on the jobs. He, he knows, um, you know, the processes inside out and then decided, um, uh, once and for all to do it himself and get his family involved. So listen to that episode. A very enjoyable one. I like him very much. And, uh, I'm, I'm keen to get him back on to talk about, uh, any other projects that he's doing. Um, so yeah, enjoy it. Um, and have a lovely week as well. Thanks very much. Okay, so today I've got Nick Morris on the show. Uh, Nick is, I guess, I, I guess I would call you a, uh, a homeowner that has had a good first hand at doing a renovation. Um, in fact, this is your probably second time now. So, um, Nick, welcome to the show. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. No problem. Um, I'm just going to tell our listeners where I found you. So I was just looking over YouTube. I found you on there. I thought that a lot of the advice that you were giving on there was great. Um, and you've got some good videos on there as well. And we can give the link at the end of the show as well. Um, but yeah, just, um, give us your, your background. Sure. So, um, I'm, I'm an electrician by trade. Um, so I've been working as an electrician for about eight, nine years now. Um, okay. always something that I've either wanted to do is in, I've wanted to either own my own business in the electrical industry or renovate houses. Um, I find doing both is almost impossible. But, um, so my family and I are really into home renovations. I'm sure everyone's seen Homes Under the Hammer. Um, so yeah. we're all sort of addicted to that. And my brother's a landscape gardener. So we thought, I think if one day we can afford to, um, it'd be great just to try and renovate a property, basically. So we've always looked on right move, but I've never really had the, the, the deposit to put down. Um, but we, my brother and I got an inheritance from my grandparents. So okay. Then we really started looking at it for real. Cool. Okay. And so I guess then from just being around other people's houses doing the electrics, you've got really familiar with like what to expect, what the materials are like and, um, what troubles you can get into with any, any home, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I work for, um, predominantly in Kent or London. So I've seen so many, especially in London where you, where you, you're there for a good year or so on and off. You go in at the beginning, you're there in the middle yeah. and a little bit at the end. And you're like, wow, this is really transformed from essentially I'd call almost like a granny house where it hasn't been anything done since the seventies or eighties. And it just looks modern and 
great. And then you can actually see what the guys sell it for as well. And you're like, wow, there must be some money in that. Obviously, I need to do research a little bit about what people spend. And but it just really fascinated me and really something I've, my family and I really wanted to get into. Cool. I mean, your videos on YouTube, they start from last year, right? Yes. So this is, this was last year. Yeah. So, um, what was the experience in, let's just talk about like getting the property in the first place. Yeah. Um, what did you have to go for a mortgage or, I mean, you mentioned the inheritance side, but was that just contributed to it or how, how did it work? So the mortgage was about 25% of it. So the rest of it um, was a mortgage. So I, I looked at um, just some websites online um, just about how to go about it. Um, we put it in all four of our family's names. So my brother, my mum, and my dad. Um, okay. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to afford it on my own or under the mortgage. <laughs> um, especially as we were really lucky because uh, it was in Bromley, um, which has got really good transport links into London. So I, know, I know Bromley. Bromley, yeah. nice. So yeah. 15, 16 minutes into London. So it was, it was quite an expensive thing to do on my own and would have been impossible. So, but yeah, no, I actually found it a fairly good time to buy because interest rates were low. So the mortgage wasn't too bad, to be honest. And then obviously I was fortunate enough to have help. Um, on the inheritance, which most people probably don't have. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, it's a delicate subject, isn't it? Cause anyone, um, of, you know, you're probably close to my age anyway, but it's, you know, um, trying to get on the property ladder, you do need help. Yeah. Um, anyone that's like, you know, 25 plus is, it's, uh, it's really difficult now and, really um, is, you need yeah. a lot of support. Yeah. Yeah, I don't um, know many people that have been able to buy without some sort of help from someone. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, yeah, gone are the days when you can uh, do it all yourself. And I think like a house, I think my dad bought a house for 27000 Yeah, I love those sorts of stories. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crazy. Um, so, yeah, uh, with with regards to the the whole searching for the house then, um, did you have to go through an estate agent? Talk a bit about that. Yeah. So, um, I live in Brixton, um, with my girlfriend and my parents live in sort of out, outside London in the suburbs of, um, Oxford mm. Alkinton. So I've been basically looking on that. There's a train that goes from Brixton to Alkinton. So I was just looking at anywhere across that line because I thought it's such a good line to get into London. I, I thought anyone would like to live there, especially sort of young, 30 somethings, late 20 somethings who are looking for maybe their first or second home. Um, so I always looked across that line, but obviously the ones nearer London were just tricky, like Dulwich and Sydenham, uh, impossible because they're just like a million pound plus. But, um, this is sort of Bromley North, which it doesn't have, it has a train line, but it only goes to Grove Park. Um, and it's a 15 minute walk to Bromley South with all the trains. So I, I started, I started honing it in around there, um, and found a few properties that came up, um, and, Actually, there's not a lot of houses there because most of them have been turned into flats. So I thought that was really interesting. But when we go to sell it, I was hoping that that would get quite a lot of demand because there's just so many conversions there. Yeah. Not enough, just, you know, normal terraced houses. And um, what was the must-haves? Like, you know, going through the whole looking and searching, what was the things that you all said you had to have in this property for it to work for you? Well, we wanted a house first and foremost. We didn't want to deal with any lease issues. Um, and we just, like, we thought a house is an ideal sort of first one for us to do. Mm. Uh, we, we really like old houses like Victorian. I mean, we weren't specifically looking for it, but in the Bromley region, there are a lot 
of yeah. So that was an added bonus that we got, an end of terrace house, which is definitely high on the list if you could choose any terrace house. And Victorian, because as soon as you walked in, it was yeah. the wallpaper and carpets were obviously old, but it's still got those Victorian features, Victorian pendants um, and architraves and skirting. And you're just like, wow, we need to keep all of this and just work from there. But we yeah. didn't have a definite list apart from a house near to a train line um, and near to sort of a town that's sort of up and coming, which Bromley um, really is up and coming these days. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. It is. So did you have some kind of um, sit down and said, right, okay, now we've got this property. What's the plan? What's the budget? What are we going to do in it? Basically, yeah, because it was actually on for um, about 500,000, which is way over our budget for the whole thing. Um, so we said, well, basically, we can't get it for anywhere near that. So we need to get it for in and around 450, um, which we ended up getting it for 465. And then we said to each other, our budget was basically with the mortgage and everything was, um, was 525 as an absolute maximum. Um, mm-hmm. so we knew whatever we bought, it couldn't, you know, it couldn't be an extension or it couldn't be anything too much because obviously as soon as you start doing an extension, it really starts to rack up. So we knew it just had to be a straight refurb. So preferably, um, just a bit of plastering, painting the whole thing, recarpeting, but you know, nothing too, bad or structural um but this house was great because it was really well built really all the walls were really good like need very little plastering which i always think can add up if you have to plaster the whole place it's a bit scary isn't it yeah, yeah. um yeah. you have to do um re-plumbing and rewiring but obviously i can do the rewiring for cheap yeah handy but yeah we just didn't want to we wanted our budget and was so limited but we thought it has to just be simple old for new and then just hope for the best. So would you say then um, that you you came in, like you spent what you thought you would spend or less or more? I'd say we're about 10% over. Um, I, okay. We always try and give ourselves a 20% buffer, but we wanted to spend around 25. And it just seems like at the end, it, little things just seem to add up that you sort of haven't thought about or need to do a bit more to. And we also... Um, which wasn't originally planned after after buying the house we were in the bathroom and it was just so small and we thought this is a really nice size family house um the bathroom just needs to be extended and it was a stud wall so we didn't need any planning i saw that yeah Yeah. exactly great great video yeah 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 so yeah we just did a little bit extra but it it was only about 10 percent over budget which i was happy with what was the other things though if 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 you don't mind me asking like what what was the other things you think that went that pushed it that 10 percent over other than the wall yeah well um so that bathroom again was we, all plastering so we wallpapered most of it because the walls were just fantastic in most of it um and then there there were bits of that in the hallways especially where say um the, the light switch was sort of behind the door so we'd have to either put the door the other way, which didn't make any sense, or move the light switch. So that that required filling in, bonding, plastering, painting. Mm-hmm. And that happened three or four places. So it just ended up just little bits like that that you don't sort of budget for. That are just, I guess they're just things that just happen in these places. But, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to picture before. And just sticking on the budget for now, because I think it's, it's one of the most important things everyone asks. But, yeah. um, like, how did you keep track of the spend um so i just excel spreadsheet everything <laughs> basically 
Um, and I just, pl- I really try and plan in advance what things would cost. Um, and I always look at the alternative. So I look, went to a few kitchen places in the high street, but they were just so expensive. So then yeah. I looked at something that I've never done before, which is online kitchen company. So ordering direct from the manufacturer. And they were, they were literally half price, um, of what you'd get in your typical high street kitchen place and things like that. I'd just make a note of, write down all the details for, and then yeah. move on to the next thing and hope it would give me a rough outline of what we're going to spend. So this is all happening in the, we've had an offer accepted to completion stage of panic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause you just want to get in, don't you as well? Oh, it's just, yeah. Yeah. It took three months. It was, it was such a painful three months. <laughs> If you're planning a renovation or you're moving into your first new home, then the Akiva Toolkit could be the solution you need. With its easy-to-use package of 10 documents, you are able to manage time, budget, and the communication between your builders and you to ensure the project is complete to satisfaction first time round. The Akiva Toolkit saves you money and time. It's for the first-time renovator and the renovator that wants to do things better the second time round. It's a fraction of the cost compared to paying for mistakes or repeating work that's already done. Go to akivatoolkit.com and get your project off to a perfect start today. Okay, so we've we've spoken about the budget, the scope of works and everything else. Um, I saw in a couple of your videos that you had your family helping you. I guess that was the main um, part that helped maybe keep that budget quite low as well um and the fact that you're an electrician but did you have to hire any other trades what was your experience about that and, and hiring them yeah no the family were a huge help it's it's, it's the things that you think aren't, are going to be really simple such as you know just removing all of the old things from the house that actually just take forever um but with my my, my dad and my brother my mum just loves getting in the garden and <laughs> fixing all the stuff in the garden so yeah that really worked well so we had to get in um a plumber because we replumbed everything put a new boiler in in the kitchen because the boiler was originally up in the third bedroom um which we okay. put the bathroom into so we we got rid of the old boiler put a new one in a kitchen wall cupboard um so the plumber was absolutely brilliant it's actually a funny story he um he was brilliant really reasonably priced and such a so good i mean his pipe work was like a work of art but he he literally just had some um dental issues <laughs> near the end and he was in the dentist which was across the road and he just was so poorly from it though he just couldn't finish the job so that it got delayed and delayed and you can't really moan at someone for having <laughs> dental issues in the end but there's no real bad experiences because it was a lot of people that my mum had used at her house who we just said, can you come and quote for us? Okay. Um, so we didn't actually use anyone I'd define as a stranger. And actually the plumber was someone who was working opposite my nan's house who, <laughs> who we just went and spoke to and he was such a nice guy and he gave such a reasonable price. We just thought, oh, we'd, we'd try him. So I think I'm fortunate in this case that mm. we didn't have any issues with anyone apart from the timing at the end, but I'm sure that's happens in 90% of renovations. Was there anything in particular um, during the whole renovation? Did anything go wrong? Any leaks? Any Anything like that that happened? No, there wasn't any leaks. There was some issues in, in the garden. Um, and then just, it just, <laughs> we we wanted to just level it out. And then it's such a small garden. We, we thought we'd do the um, fake turf on there because it just didn't yeah. make sense. And, 
you'd have to have storage for the lawnmower and stuff. And just removing the soil from the garden, which is something I've never done, um, yeah. just took forever. Because the garden's probably only eight metres by five, so tiny. But I just didn't anticipate the amount of stuff that would come out of it. So I didn't think we'd need a skip, which we did, um, or a grabber lorry. So that was a real thing that we just didn't plan for, and we had to get it all out to the to the front of the house down the alleyway. It was just one of those things that it ended up being absolutely exhausting, like working all through the night just to get all the soil to the front of the house and trying to get a skip permit. Because um, Bromley, the parking issues, you just can't park outside, basically. So I was trying to, <laughs> trying to get a skip permit for somewhere where you have to pay for parking, and that that was definitely the biggest headache of the whole thing crazy yeah I've, I've got um i've got a company in in london and uh i hear it from our contractors all the time that yeah. whenever they're in that area it's it's one of the worst yeah so, yeah. yeah it's parking is a nightmare um yeah. okay and so then did you like go i think how long did it last what 14 weeks did you say yeah, it was about, I think by the end, it crept into the 20s just because of the plumbing issues. I think okay. I, I wanted it to be about three to four months. It ended up being sort of five or six. Okay. Okay. Um, and did you, if, if, if anyone is listening, they're just about to do this. They're just like you that, you know, they're just about to do this themselves. What's your tips? What would you say? What did you learn from? I think the biggest tip is just to prepare everything in advance sort of, um, have a look like we were talking about earlier, have a look at your budget and then actually don't just say, Oh, the kitchen is going to cost five grand, actually go about looking into it and what you would have where, and then you can actually try and say, Oh, actually I thought it was going to cost 5,000 pounds, but looking more like six. Um, so I think just preparation in everything, um, such as get your plumbing quotes up front for everything. Don't get a part quote. Um, so then you just know you shouldn't have any surprises at the end. Mm. Um, it's like our surprise with the skip and I should have spoken to my brother and his friend who did landscape garden saying, will we need to get a skip, which was a complete mistake on my part. Cause I just didn't think we'd need one. Yeah. Um, so I think just being as prepared as possible, speaking to everyone as often as possible and yeah. just, just making note of everything and make sure it ties up with your budget. Okay. And, um, this is, you're on your second one now. Is that right? Yeah, so technically that was my second one, and I, my my dad's friend, off of seeing this one in Bromley, um, they've been they've had their house on the market for a year, and they uh-huh. just can't sell it. And I looked at it on Rightmove, and it looks absolutely amazing. But actually, when you go in there, it's a bit tired. So they they've actually offered to, or they are paying me to renovate it for them. Um, yeah, so it's it's a really yeah. good yeah, it's a really good opportunity, and it wouldn't have happened without the the YouTube blog because. They looked at it and they were like, wow, we really loved what you did from start to finish. And can you just basically copy it? Um, same paint, same flooring, same. Just do this. Exactly. <laughs> do what you did. Yeah. Because I've had a few criticisms on you know, YouTube of people saying I'm not very uh, creative, but they told me to use the same things. So uh, <laughs> what could I do? <laughs> I want to pick up on two more things. Um, the kitchen. So yeah. you mentioned that you bought that online. Yes. Um, and I, I, I know about these companies. So what was your experience like with that? So it got delivered and then what, what happened? Really good, actually. It, it's just, I'm not the best. I've never been good at being very accurate at sort of measuring things. I'm, I'm more like a tear the wall to shreds to put my socket in. So, <laughs> so it's a bit new for me because I'm just not that delicate with things like this. But you just have to 
So measure the room and then you go on their website and you can just pick out. So if you've got a space that's say 600 or 60 centimeters, you could, there's just so much variety what you can have like drawers, um, cupboards. And I just basically went through the whole kitchen and just chose little bits at a time. Um, I made a few mistakes because it was my first time that um, <laughs> it was a white um, finished handleless uh, kitchen mm. and I, I just didn't order end panels because i didn't know about end panels it's just from total inexperience so you what could screen panels so end panels are they're the same color as the carcass whereas the doors have like a nice clean finish on whereas the the carcass are sort of just a wood color basically in white and yeah. so basically you had the nice finish at the front and then on the side you had the the carcass material so that was one thing i had to order the kitchen it all came and the kitchen could have said oh you forgot an end panel so that was my my negative to it but it's i think if you're good at measuring you know the space and you, if you make loads of notes on paper about what you want where um it's actually quite easy and i think these companies on the high street are just making a lot of money from sort of for doing just being the middleman basically so i really recommend it so then yeah the kitchen gets delivered um you can choose for different options. You can choose for them to uh, carry it all in for you. Uh, we chose the cheaper option, so my brother and I just took it all yeah, in. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, you just check uh, everything's okay and there's no damage. Um, one bit actually was damaged, but they were great at just sending out a new bit straight away. And then, yeah, it's just, it was just about getting it ready for the kitchen fitter, so putting on the, the feet for it. Um, and we bought our worktop from somewhere else, the builder's merchants, um, just because – we ordered all the doors in from this place is in Manchester. Um, so we ordered all these samples in because we couldn't really get there, uh, ordered the kitchen, but for the workshop, we were just like, Oh, we're fed up of getting samples from Manchester, sending samples back. So, so yeah. we thought we'd just go for a local one in, in the high street on that one, but it was just such a good experience. And I've had, um, my mum's friends and my friends, all the kitchens through them since and everyone right. who's fitted these kitchens say how well made they are and how they are half the price of anything on the high street. Do they come flat pack or are they like pre-built carcasses? Yeah, pre-built. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. And my favorite thing about them is they, they come with a free uh, bag of biscuits and some tea as well. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Um, cool. All right. Um, so you've got the bug for it now, I guess. I mean, what, 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 where does it go from here after this one? Are you thinking about doing this for some kind of career or what are you, what are you thinking? Yeah, totally hook, line of sinker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my family and I just, yeah, we're looking for the next one at the moment. I mean, we've, we've sort of got the cash from the sale of Bromley now. Um, okay. So we're looking sort of every day, but I know there's a lot of uncertainty out there because of Brexit and what's going on in the UK. So. We, yeah. we think it's a great time to buy it, but, um, so if we've, because I think a lot of people are struggling to sell, uh, therefore we should be able to sort of reduce the price on, on any asking price and make an offer. But at the same time, we just haven't found anything suitable yet. Um, so we, we are looking and we definitely want to do it as a career, um, alongside yeah. electrical work and my brother's work. But, um, yeah, we're just waiting for the next right one. Are you looking in the same area or are you thinking about somewhere else now? It's still that same wide scope from, you know, suburbs yeah. into inner London, but realistically, I, lo- I loved Bromley. Um, yeah. My friend lives in Bromley, so there was lots of uh, late night beers after, after the renovation. So uh, that area would be perfect again. Brilliant. Ah, good. 
Good. Nick, it was lovely to have you on. Oh, um, good. Thanks for having me. And, and, no, that's fine. I'm, I'm going to keep following your YouTube channel as well. And uh, good luck on finding the next one. But maybe we can have you on and talk about that one too. Yeah, great. No, thanks. Uh, I love your podcast as well. I've been listening to it ever since uh, we started speaking. It's really good. Good. Nice. I'm glad that you like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, yeah. Thanks for coming on. No problem. Good luck with everything. Cheers.